1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey,
1: what's going on? It's Loud and Local, 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. We have Atrocity Girl in studio. What's going on? What up? <laughs> All right, so it's cool to have y'all in the studio. Uh, we we did a Zoom interview, and and I've said this a few times over the last few weeks. You know, it's cool. It was a product of its time. Mm-hmm. We, we made do. It yes. was it, it was what it was. You know, we got some great conversations out of that, and uh, it was a product of its time. But it's so awesome to have bands in studio. Have the full experience. Can't uh, beat the actual in studio like vibe mm-hmm. of talking to people, getting their real reactions, and actually like you know, there's not like that weird Zoom lag. Sure.
3: Yes, and I love the digs in here. Y'all are yes. yes. I live in the loca here. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: So, uh, Atrocity Girl, let's go around the room. Tell me what your name is and what you do in Atrocity Girl.
4: My name is Johnny Angel. I do uh, lead vocals and uh, guitar. And my name is Ryan Lee. I play lead guitar slash vocals
5: i'm angie <laughs> and i'm the drummer
4: i'm um, nicole i play bass and uh, do some screaming right on so y'all
1: are a seattle band yes. would you call yes. yourself a seattle band okay mm-hmm. cool yeah. uh and and uh let's get a little history i know we've we've talked about this you know it's it's not news per se because you know if people have been listening to loud and local they probably heard it on the zoom one but in case anyone's just tuning in for the first time this is the first time they're hearing of atrocity girl uh, what's the origin story how, how did you all of
4: you meet um it all started with uh Angie and I met through mutual friends like on Craigslist and like Facebook and we were trying to sort of navigate I think what we were looking for in bands and music and me and Angie vibed really well together um and then we sort of ended up playing Suffering Skin as our first like song that we ever played ever together mm-hmm. um we were just doing kind of a free jam uh, and then ended up meeting Ryan not long after that. Uh, it was the first time I ever met her. And I posted something on Facebook wanting to jam with somebody. And she <laughs> she responded. I never met her before. I was but... like, be
3: right there.
2: Nice. <laughs> yep. yes. And
4: she came over. And that was the first time I ever met her. And we had just started AG. And uh, yeah. Over and that was
3: bass back then when I first joined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Had you played in bands before, right? Yeah. I had two separate bands before. Awesome. Um, one of those was the Green Day cover band I oh, was doing cool. for a while there, yeah. but um, yeah, it started my old my punk band called Mallory, but then it kind of, my bandmates didn't want to move as quick. Sure. So I met these ladies and they were like, no, we want to like, Let's go. Practice, go. practice weekly and do the thing. And I was like, yep, this is more of my speed. So I was like, I'm in. Awesome. So, and I never played bass before. So that first year was actually really fun for me to like do a new instrument. And yeah. Now here I am on lead guitar, but I'm still loving it just as much. And how did so. you hop
4: aboard? me uh that's uh, kind of a long meandering story we got all night long story short uh Angie and I played together in a different band years ago, mm-hmm. uh and we knew each other through some mutual people. Uh, I was back and forth from here in Chicago, so i I was just kind of like not really playing in anything and then sure. uh came back out here. I was playing with like this new metal band, okay, and just kind of having a you know, I had a good time, but I think that they could tell that I wasn't super happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they literally headhunted me, sniped me. Yeah, we did. Wait, we really did. I got sniped We sniped need you now. No, we were all standing in the front with our eyes <laughs> yeah. gleaming. We're just like, why isn't she
3: with us? Oh well, yeah, we were
5: stalking her and just, like, trying to we her. We were
3: stalking her. We, we
5: were really were. just were following her around. I,
4: I definitely got poached. I definitely got one <laughs> or two, hey, do you want to come jam? Just no pressure. You no want to come jam? You want to come jam, like, now? So you tacos?
3: Hmm? I think we talk time. No, we didn't.
1: Did we No talk pressure, again? but you're definitely in this band.
4: Yeah. It's yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No pressure. It's okay. like, "Hey, you weren't at the show last weekend." Uh, uh, uh <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Uh so so who came up with the name?
4: Johnny. Um I guess I did. Um like I said when me and Angie met, we were playing with um these two other girls and mm-hmm. it was like in the very very beginning, we were all excited and we wanted try to we wanted to try to figure out a band name, and this was before we really actually knew where our music was going, as far as just you know style and everything. Mm-hmm. And like I always really have a, a really fun time thinking of band names. Yeah. So like I made like this little list on the Facebook Messenger page that we were on, and it lists a few ideas that like of band names that I thought were really cool, but. The one that I really liked personally was Atrocity Girl because mm-hmm. I was trying to think of something that was really raw and gritty and something that really actually kind of, like, accentuates, I think, a lot of our, our personalities or, like, what we knew the music was going to be, if that makes any sense. Sure. So we did – We our friend who was playing bass at the time – uh, I came up with other band names as well, and so we did a Facebook poll on what band name people thought they wanted the most, and it was mm-hmm. in between. This was between two different band names. One of them was mine, which was Atrocity Girl, and the other one was called Black Hole Time Machine. That's you, right. It could have been Black Hole Time Machine. Black Hole Time Machine. Which <laughs> I honestly like told her I was like that would be like the most epic like album title I for do sure. Like that
2: was happen. Yeah.
4: But there was something about like Atrocity Girl that just like really stuck and like sure. I could tell that Angie was like, "Hmm, mm-hmm. she was like Atrocity Girl. Hmm." hmm. <laughs> Let's do
5: that. Well, and then we were texting and and you were drawing the logo, remember? Yeah. And it was like we still have that original drawing. On the notebook paper. Yeah.
4: I was in Rochester, New York, visiting my best friend for, like, a week. Yeah. And I just, like, had this idea. I was like, oh, man, I'm just sitting there with a little piece of paper and a pencil and stuff. And I, like, messaged it to Angie, like, a picture of it. And I was like, what about this? Yeah. I was like, yes, (laughs) that's it. That's awesome. It it just kind of grew. Like, it -hmm. it just made sense. I think Mm -hmm. Angie and I both, out of the other two girls, like, really connected with that Name mm-hmm. and the hey the people spoke man they liked Atrocity Girl better. I'll
3: say it. I got the tattoo on my own forearm right here. Yeah, so. so
4: yeah, there you go. The yeah, people spoke and then yeah, that band name won. So yeah. Atrocity so
1: Girl. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well I should have led with this, but you guys are going to be playing some shows. You're going to be playing uh, Factory Lux over in the Old Rainier Brewery coming up February 17th. Yeah, uh, you're going to be touring Scotland and England. Uh, yeah. oh, yes you also got a show coming up in the first week of January, so that's the first one coming up. Ice Box in Ballard.
4: Yes, Correct. yes, it's the right. arcade. Yeah.
5: It's so much fun. We, yeah, it's we it's love it. We all love oh pinball and like so Mario great.
3: Kart. They have all that going on with the live music too. Street Fighter and too. Foosball. Oh, and nice. the Simpsons Arcade. I had a blast yeah, there, and I didn't Simpsons even know it was there for the longest
5: time. I mean, neither did I. And it, it, you kind of can like drive right past it because it's a little totally. behind like the yeah. house. It's like, a,
1: it's like a little house. Yeah, it's like, it's mm-hmm. like the old alley. Yeah, but it's
5: so fun. It's open till two. And it's just such a good time and and yeah the the guys who like run it's really and close everything. to substation
3: yeah yeah, it's and you, right, get, yeah it's you can right. get it's pizza street. right there on it's the corner so fun mm-hmm. so.
5: it's a really good time
1: and yeah, we yeah. like that little spot that's where we practice as well so yeah that's great nice yeah. well uh so you got those shows coming up how how did how was your your 2022 we we had a pretty much a full return to, to shows as normal mm-hmm. uh and and how did how was your 2022 we're coming up to the end of the year how how were all things you know everything oh, considered God. Busy,
5: busy. busy. It,
1: got, it got really busy. Actually, really I didn't.
5: We have pretty much played like
3: every weekend, like, yeah, all year. Yeah, like, Basically. it was chock full. I can't. Like I know we 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 played Factory Lux already once before back then, and then we also. Yeah. What else did we play?
5: Well, um, and then Johnny got married at Factory. Johnny Lux, got married so at we Factory Lux. That night too <laughs> with That's um, awesome! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank yeah. you.
3: Um, we were at the sunset. We were playing a. Uh,
5: well we, uh, we are we high like we we're all over the place, yeah. <laughs> so Nicole, we, like, yeah. it really kinda
3: of... yeah, it's almost yeah. been a year. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I joined in like January. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was so she
5: funny. jumped on, she learned
3: all the songs, and she's been learning like just adding all kinds of Tony we were at Tony V's garage a handful of times mm-hmm. already. Well
5: and so we actually to Tony. released the album and like Yeah, you know, played, played down a lot in Portland. Now, like Oh yeah. we well, that's in right, Portland.
3: yeah. Oh gosh, Portland, oh my god. That drive.
5: That was fun. Oh,
2: yeah, the monsoon. They
3: were down there. We had Angie and I had to work. So when we played Portland at Dante's, mm-hmm. we, we were we, driving. Angie was like, "Oh no, I have lessons <laughs> until like four o'clock, but we'll be on time. no. Oh, the girls no, were there already, no, and they were, were like, Where no, we are you guys? And Angie's like, It's fine.
5: It's fine. Everything's
4: fine. I know. I took oh, a train. Oh, yeah, yeah. You
5: were already there. Was we it were. You? And Angie and I were
3: sweating. Bullets, it was, like it to
5: was that that raining so hard that sound guy, so that whole night that was night.
3: just eyes on me the whole oh, night. Oh, so yeah. So we're oh, no.
5: not happy. We're coming. We're, we're no. on the way. We're going to just. But then. Oh, and the, then... the truck overturned. There was a That's huge right. truck That's that right. overturned on the freeway. And because like, it's yeah. just raining like crazy. And we're like, oh, oh, like no, nope, we're going around. Oh, my God. Yeah, because when Remember? I was driving down, there was
3: that naked lady that was oh. running across I-5.
1: As they do.
5: That
3: whole day was such a mess. And the naked guy's on top of the Krispy Kreme side.
5: Uh, Seattle's
1: just wild fun. So nice. we made it though. We made it on time. Just yeah. gonna say that's awesome. <laughs> well, you made it. And yeah. you continued on and uh it sounds like you guys like you said had a very busy, very full 2022. Yeah. And the album's out. The and the album is out. out. yeah. So yeah. We have yeah, CDs. Mm-hmm. And, and that was what we were talking June, about yeah. during on the Zoom, was yeah. the release of the album. So the album's out. It's, it's out. awesome to catch with you, catch up with y'all. Um and and so the album's out. Yes. We're going to play some music from it. So let's go into a song, okay? Let's go into Ego Fix. Let's, let's talk about it. Who wants to introduce Ego Fix? Oh. You guys, <laughs> yes. Johnny.
4: Uh, yeah, Johnny. Me too. Ego fix. Yes, I was watching. I don't know how I came across it, but I was like watching algorithms and stuff on YouTube, and like I came across this one YouTube video where it was like seventy. Different displays of like sexism and whatnot that are like we're on national television. Okay, it was really bizarre. So I'm watching these videos and stuff, and it was really horrifying. Actually, kind of like seeing these like people on like broadcasts, like news, openly displaying just like awful mm-hmm. sexist, nasty things, like really just horrible things. So it kind of made me upset, I guess, in a little ways, and um, I ended up thinking, like, man, I actually kind of want to sample some of these mm-hmm. these voices, and um, so I did. I ended up kind of grabbing like a little sample of it, and then I just had this guitar riff, which is the guitar riff that you hear in the very beginning mm-hmm. of it, and just started playing around with it. and. Uh, Everything just sort of struck, I guess, like a light bulb went off. And then I ended up like recording all the bass and guitar and everything for it. And I sent it to the girls and I was like, hey, here's this song. And like they really fell in love with it. Oh, so yeah. we no, ended yeah. up playing it's, it. Oh, it's and so much fun. It's cool because in the, the album, you, like in the actual song, you'll be able to hear the, the samples that I put in. So.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's jump into it, okay? Yeah. It's uh, it's Atrocity Girl. We got the song "Ego Fix." You heard about it? Now let's listen to the song. It is loud and local here on the, the rock. The male typically is the, the dominant role. Didn't we? Didn't men give you the kitchen? There's got
6: to be some downside to having a woman present, right? Something.
2: Well, then I guess if you're in a bar and she slaps you, you punch her in the face. This is a caveman dragging a woman with, with, by the hair with one club in one hand and the woman in the other hand.
1: Ho is a hoe, right? The, the great doctor McCottie. Why not reward her for a nice body? Right. And she's a slut. Is there something about the, the female brain that uh, is a deterrent for getting on board with tech?
6: Pseudocryppling and complicated. It's all superficial legalized. Pretty picturesque manipulators. They try to sell you on a certain time.
2: And to take over the world Even
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: It was ego fix atrocity girl? You can go see them the uh, first week of January at the Icebox in Ballard, uh, across the street from Bad Jimmys, and uh, just right over there by the substation. And uh, what's that pizza place called? Mario's. 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 Yeah, yeah, Big Mario's. Yep, exactly. And uh, they're also going to be playing uh, February seventeenth at the Factory Lux over at the Old Rainier Brewery. Uh, Rainier Brewery building in uh, Georgetown, and also tell me about this tour. You're going to be playing Scotland and England at the end of March. Who hooked this up? How'd you guys get uh, get this tour? And Angie, Angie. No. Angie, that's awesome. Tell me about it, Angie. We have friends.
5: We have friends. Jenny, have friends. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny Tingle. So um, she she's a friend. She's a, a drummer friend yeah. who runs a nonprofit over mm-hmm. there. That their whole purpose is to backline. Um, touring musicians. Awesome. So, and then they they rent out a bunch of gear. So she actually in, kind of invited us over and said, I can you know hook up gear and I can book some shows um, where she's based in Glasgow. So we're going to be there and then um, Fife, Edinburgh, and then we're going up to London um, the first week of April. And so that's how that all started.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great. That was
3: really nice of her too. Yeah.
1: That is so epic. That is a cool uh, way to start the year. Uh, yes. I guess I also much. love
3: when it comes from like a community of like individual. Like you know, if you're yes. following like a like a bass profile or like you know, Angie works with so many drummers and she instructs drums. So it's really cool when someone like just takes like when the community of an, like a, a musician mm-hmm. or a certain instrument takes mm-hmm. notice and is like, "Hey, I, I like what you're doing with your band." And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really cool that she extended the opportunity to all of us. I guess that's yeah. what's
5: really cool about it. I lo- that's mm-hmm. really
1: special. So. Awesome. Angie so you you're a drum instructor? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Where where do you teach?
5: So I'm in Maple Leaf and I have my own like garage studio. Cool. And I have um, a kit, full kit, um, for my students, and then I'm over there in my little teacher's corner and yeah, yeah it's I specifically like to teach um, women, girls, non binary, like anybody who wants to come learn that's felt um, like nervous or sure. marginalized. And so it's been just really, really fun. I love all my students.
1: That's awesome. How many students do you have right now?
5: Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I teach every single day, so. Wow. it's Yeah, it's pretty full.
1: That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations. You. And, uh, you know, so so we chatted a little bit about this during uh, the, the Zoom call and stuff. But just curious, you know, kind of looking on the other side of things as, as the world has opened up, you guys have the record out. Mm-hmm. You did a bunch of shows. You know, looking back on that crazy time, you know, it's it's kind of crazy to think that, like, mm. how much has we've all been through in the last yeah. three years and how, yeah. you know. Thick, our skin, our collective skin really is. Um, mm-hmm. What got you through? What kept you sane? Uh, and uh, Johnny, let's start with you.
4: Each other. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, I don't know. I, me personally, there really wasn't any other thing. It was like mm-hmm. having each other was the only thing that kept me grounded mm-hmm. and being able to play. We basically kind of quarantined together. Yeah. Mm. And we did a bunch of live streams mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm you know, did other interviews too and talked about EG, but just being able to have the girls there was was definitely what kept, I think, kind of kept us all going, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, it, was, mm-hmm. it was really hard to stay away from playing. It was.
5: yeah. It really was. No, we just, we played like all the time. I mean, we were at the cave, like every single day. Do you guys kind of
1: miss it? Um, being
3: able to be play all, no? No, you don't? You don't? I mean... Okay. Uh, I do love playing hours on end, but I mean, I do. Now that I have my job back, I like having routine and uh, going out to shows and like meeting other people, like, oh my gosh, other bands, like other people, whoa, you're real. Yes. I do enjoy that again, but it did. I do miss the part where it it felt really intimate, where it was just us, our little world for a while there. Totally. That did feel really special, but I mean, I don't think I could do it forever. No, no. I'll go crazy.
5: But it did bring out other aspects, like other creative aspects. You know, Johnny filmed and directed. our music video and and we had you know whatever we had whatever was open and what we could do with the cave and Mm -hmm. so I think yeah it's definitely a super special time um, which is kind of interesting since the world was shut down yeah but
3: I think one day we just hung out like one day we just showed up and like Johnny was like bumping peaches, and next thing I know, we're that just having. A, next thing you know, she turned the strobe light on. We're just having to dance. That's what party it was. The That's awesome. That was so awesome. <laughs> that was so fun. That was really Teaches fun. Of peaches
5: and yeah, just getting through like it psychologically was so too. That was so fun. You know, we had a lot of mm. of ups and downs, and just um, you know, we're all pretty like vocal about taking care of our mental health, and yeah. and so we really. We're just sticking by each other that whole time.
3: I think we all went through. Like I think we all had our yeah our, our moments. And it, oh, yeah. at the end of it all, I think it all made us closer. It feels like a family now, like as it should. I mean, I don't think every band has to feel like a family, but to us, I guess it means a lot. Sure. So
4: yeah, yeah. It's very much like having a relationship. I think when you have mm-hmm. music involved, it be, mm-hmm. just definitely becomes so super intimate, and yeah. you share those intimate moments with your bandmates and. You know, almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So there's always like going to be those ups and downs, and mm-hmm. we definitely had a lot of that, and we actually came out stronger because of it.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm. Um, thanks for sh- opening up a little bit and, and sharing a bit of that intimacy with me. You know, and and, and describing. You know, that was it was a difficult time, but um, as far as music goes, you were you kind of mentioned the peaches, you know, the dance party and stuff, but <laughs> yes. Um, as far as like, you know, on a crap day, mm-hmm. what is an album that you can go to um, that can lift you up, whether it's a, a positive record, whether it's an angry record, whether it's, a, you know, just a, you know, a mind numbing, whatever it is, just what's an album that can be a go-to and uh, <laughs> whoever wants-
4: by Massive Attack. What was that? Mezzanine by Massive mm. Attack.
5: Corn Issues, which okay. has like literally been playing nonstop in my car nice. for like two years. <laughs>
1: uh, Is it because it's stuck in the CD player? No, it's, oh. I,
5: can't, I take it out and then I'm like, ah, oh, it's got to go back in. All right, <laughs> nice. Uh,
4: anything for me. Okay, yeah, awesome.
1: I saw it. them uh, over the summer at Re- in oh, Redmond. So yeah, good, It was a great right? show, yeah. Oh, it was awesome. God,
4: incredible, <gasps> every time. Probably the band I've seen the
3: most of my life. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And how about you? Mine's gotta be Insomniac from Green Day. Yeah, because that album's just so psychotic and just, <laughs> you know, like they always talk about in that album is how like you didn't know if his future's gonna come or if he was good enough. Or mm-hmm. I just love like just evaluating. Uh, he always evaluates self worth in that album. And if I'm having a crap day, I can listen to it and remind myself that everybody goes through this. And if you just
1: believe in yourself, you come out stronger. That's one interesting so. thing about Green Day is um, like they. I remember when Warning came out. I liked it, but I was like, um, oh, you know, they'll probably, you know, kind of just go back to just playing smaller shows, you know, no big deal. Like, you know, they're probably, you know, about as big as they'll ever get. Yeah. Then American Idiot came in and mm-hmm. got right. bigger it's than boring. they ever yeah. were. Yes. Crazy, you know, and it's it's you never know when like. I love that success oh, story. So yeah, much, exactly, because yeah. it was already like a major success with Dookie and all mm-hmm. of that, and mm-hmm. then it just became like like their generation that like their first Green Day record is American Idiot you know their first Green Day record yeah so
4: yeah
1: it's awesome I
4: remember stealing my mom's copy of Nimrod and listening to it in my basement oh that's a good album too that's a good album too yeah and there's a generation of people
1: who graduated to a time of your life right that's like the graduation song
3: yeah awesome I think one girl did lip lip sync that at my graduation of course
1: You're tuned into the uh, official Green Day podcast here yeah, okay. with Atrocity Girl. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's
3: my fault. Sorry, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all good. So, um, so awesome. Well, so 2023 is coming up. You guys have uh, again the tour with mm-hmm. in Scotland, in England. You think uh, you think you guys are going to ever be touring o- around the US?
5: Um, that's the yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah, right? Right, yeah, That's
1: the dream. Right yeah. on. Cool. I mean,
5: definitely West Coast. Yeah. After that.
3: I think um, post-pandemic, it's a little hard to... I think everyone's still learning how to dream. Sure. Because, well, you know, it's West Coast feels super achievable for us. I think absolutely. it does, too. But, I mean, yeah.
5: Um, but our friend, Jam Phelps at um, Dank Studios has invited us. She has... She's building her own studio. Cool. Um, out in the woods, and she's an amazing mix engineer. It's
4: what, North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: And uh, so we'll be doing that for our next record.
4: Um, cool.
1: So going to North Carolina. Yeah, she's from here though.
5: Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. from Seattle.
1: Mm-hmm. That um, is awesome.
5: Yeah, and so like we're we're just writing new stuff, and you know that'll be happening next year too. So it's really exciting.
1: Hell yeah. So uh, you're going to be working on new music. You're going to be playing a bunch of shows and starting off the year. You're going to be playing uh, the Icebox and Ballard. And again, that's the first week of January. You're going to be playing Factory Lux February 17th. Uh, and l- let's just jump into another song here from the record. And uh, this one's called Suffering Skin. Anyone want to hop on and, and tell me about Suffering Skin?
4: Oh, oh yeah. Uh, man, that's like a super personal one for me. It it comes from two different perspectives here. One was, um, so I had an ex of mine and her and I actually both, um, have a bipolar type one. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a very interesting, you know, period in life. And, uh, she ended up having to go to a a hospital and she was there for a little while, um, because she ended up having a really bad, like manic break. And... It was a really interesting time in my life because I was also going through my own stuff unmedicated and then wow. having to go see her in the hospital every week was really tough. So I imagine. So when she was in the hospital, I was writing a ton of music. I mean, I was just up all day, day and night, just mm-hmm. writing music constantly. So I ended up writing the song Suffering Skin and it kind of stemmed from one day I was... I don't know if I was, like, throwing papers away or something like that moment. She would write on papers all the time. Like, just, that's just what happens, I think, with people who are, some people who are bipolar, they tend to write things that are on their mind, you know, where they just take any kind of piece of paper and pen and just write what's on their mind. So I found this piece of paper that she wrote random stuff on, and she ended up explaining, like, it's the best explanation I think I've ever heard, she ended up explaining what it felt like to have to live with that kind of illness, which you'll hear in the song when it, it you'll hear that spoken word in the mm-hmm. middle of the song. But that was what she wrote on that paper, and it, like it did, say, it said something to me. And and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna write a song, and I'm gonna somehow kind of fit this in there, so that. If somebody heard that, they'd be able to sort of understand, I guess, from that perspective what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I ended up writing "Suffering Skin," and I added that spoken word in it because I thought her voice ha- was really important, totally, just as much as anybody else's. So mm-hmm. that stayed with me like my yeah my entire time that I had known her so, you know, for years. And anyways, um. So when she got out of the hospital, I had this really crappy little (laughs) mix, like the first original, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, suffering skin demo or whatever that I had wrote, (laughs) and it sounded terrible. The quality was awful; it was pretty awful. But it was the day that I picked her up from the hospital, and I was like, "Hey, I wrote this song, and I want you to hear it." So I popped it in the CD player, and that's kind of how it. Yeah, that's how it went. Love it. And ever since then, there's been like different, not super different, but there's just kind of been more mm-hmm. layers added to the song yeah. mm-hmm. um, as we've gone
1: on. So. Well, thank you for sharing that story and, and, and for describing the song. Uh, that's not an easy story to, to tell to uh, you know so many people here with the show. So uh, I appreciate you doing that and opening up. And uh, let's just go into the song. It's Suffering Skin. You're listening to Loud and Local. It's Atrocity Girl here on The Rock.
6: Monster inside. I feed the shit through a funnel and get me out through my jazzy belt ties. Oh, through my suffering sin. Oh. Could conjure up several personalities, several different emotions, pack them all into one unfortunate soul, as if our feelings could generalize themselves into one specific.
1: That was Suffering Skin here by Atrocity Girl here on Loud and Local. Going to be playing a handful of shows uh, coming up, including a tour of Scotland and England the end of March and April. Uh, They're going to be playing the Factory Lux over in uh, Georgetown on February 17th. And uh, their first show of the new year is the first week of January over at the Icebox in Ballard. So play some video games, watch Atrocity Girl, drink some cheap beers, and and enjoy your evening. Uh, And, uh, you know, if, if... People aren't able to go to those shows for, for whatever whatever reason. What's the best way to support y'all?
5: Bandcamp, man. We got, website, <laughs> we got a
3: website. We got Spotify. We got all kinds of stuff. But I mean, we got a merch store up. We yeah. got nice. all kinds of yeah. Stuff. The stickers that we have now are pretty cool. The album's out, so I can purchase that. Um, Yeah, At
5: atrocitygirl.com I mean, it, it'll lead you to pretty much you know the YouTube channel. Yeah, Bandcamp is great because you can buy the
3: the songs. Um, or and also download
5: or whatever.
3: Follow us on Instagram too because we usually Update
5: everything um, update okay. everything
3: on Instagram too. We're pretty good at Find out where we're playing. Find out we're yeah. playing. Yeah, we post awesome. shows and little clips of what we're doing and every once in a while we'll post like new riffs that we're writing and stuff at practice. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. Cool. Right on. Well, yeah, follow along with them and check them out. And if you can go to a show, go to a show. But either way, check out the tunes at least. And, uh, you know, my last question for you all before we jump in to the last song here on Loud and Local. What's a band or, you know, something that you dig from from Seattle or the Northwest? It doesn't have to be Seattle. What's like your either your favorite local band of all time or just something you've been digging that you guys have been playing gigs with? It could either be an all-time oh, favorite or just no. something you've been checking out.
4: Oh, man. <sighs> my favorite, okay, so my favorite band is uh, a local band like my favorite local band here for sure. Um, I worked with this guy named Jackson. A uh, really cool guy. Uh, we worked together at a landscape company, and he told me that he had a band. And then when I started listening to them, I fell in love. Their name is Designer Disguise. Yeah, they're awesome. They're yeah. absolutely yeah. incredible. They're great, and yeah. they're absolutely my favorite local band all oh. time. For
1: it's sure. cool because it's like kind of hip hop, kind of Lincoln Park, kind of you know like metaly. Mm-hmm. It's it's great.
4: I remember their stuff. first song. Like you could tell, it was like the first song that they really like. Their little music video they made for it, like hearing from their first album to where they are now it's is crazy. Like, it's like night and day. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty amazing. Shout out designer disguise. Yeah, wow. yeah, designer disguise. Anyone else want to hop in?
5: Yeah. Um. We when we
4: were in our old band, Angie mm-hmm. and I, we used to practice down. The hall uh, at the old Rainier building from mm-hmm. a band, a local band called Hobosexual. Oh yeah, and they were they great. Are right. Awesome. I love those yes, guys. Yes,
5: that's very, very true.
1: That's awesome. Angie, how about you?
5: I mean, current, let's see. I really love Dank.
1: Okay, <laughs> nice. i just going to
5: say, like, I love the Doom. I love carrying on the Doom tradition. Um, and we've played a few shows with them. And they're just really cool people, and I just—that's like one of my absolute favorite genres. Yeah, um, that, that's
4: my wife's bassist. I know. All the fan members. I yeah, know. that's cool.
5: Um, yeah, which yeah, I definitely definitely love. Um, but also, you know, for past bands, I would say Alice in Chains. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could ever get over like the acoustic or the unplugged Alice yeah. in Chains. The harmonies
1: are just insane. And last but not least
3: yeah I'll, say, I'll i'm gonna go cliche on this one and say nirvana yeah. for, my, for my big one yeah I mean, that, that's just a staple here never heard me. of them yeah but never never ever ever yeah. but um no locally though um uh i've always been y'all know uh, i've been digging white only in the wreckage lately yeah i've seen him around obviously everyone here knows him but like i've actually listened to a lot of his stuff lately more and i really dig it um also i90 fiasco is a newer band that formed and we played with them I've been digging them a lot, Never too. heard of them.
1: i got to check it out.
3: Yeah, I-90 Fiasco. You'll really like yeah, them. They they've really all been good. in different bands, and they all kind of came together. Um, also, their guitar player, Adam, was in, like, Fool's Grace, and they've done, like, a bunch of other, like, I just dig Adam's guitar playing. Um, so, I-90 Fiasco is cool. And then also, uh, Cat Valley. Cat okay. Valley. Cat Valley. Valley.
5: Um, Jericho Hill was yeah. my was yes. my number one on Spotify this year. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> Green Day was mine, but we're not going
1: to talk about that. (laughs) Because we already have.
5: Uh, Yes, (laughs) Atrocity Girl was mine. Oh, Atrocity Girl Okay, let's say Atrocity
2: Girl is number one. There you go. (laughs) Atrocity Girl.
1: That's awesome. Okay, so we're going to go into Peel. So, (laughs) can we talk about Peel?
5: Ooh, Peel.
4: Yeah, it's one of my favorites. That's my favorite Ooh, by it's So
5: fun.
1: Apparently it's been pretty popular on your on your, you know. Yes, and I played so it.
4: So I played sure. it at Tony's. I I
3: played it with such grit. I think I was like I was freaking out on stage at Tony's and a lady came up to me and she's like, Did you write that? I go, No, Johnny did. She's like, because it seems like you just lost your we, mind. And we I go all like lose I just, it. It's that this song, when you listen to it, it just it starts so elegantly, but it just explodes into this. It's a it just cough- blooms and then yeah. and, and, so and then it also dies coffee. so gracefully too. Yes. So oh God! Bad.
5: And Johnny's vocals, I just, just it's, love. Playing they're it. like vulnerable, especially at the beginning, and then yeah, it just builds into a really amazing place, like where we all can come together, and it's it can. Pretty much go as long as we want to. It's probably nice. the song that's
4: open. And in to the future, like, oh, if, if I that. ever get
3: a key that says "lock me up and throw away the key," I'm sorry, Johnny, I might do that.
5: Oh, absolutely.
4: I might. Save it might happen. Me. Yes, <laughs> I love it so much. Nice. Uh, yeah, I wrote that song back in. Okay, I I have told the girls this story like quite a few times, but back in 2010, I was with an all-girl band back home in Alaska. And, like, right around 2010, I started kind of venturing out and doing, like, solo stuff and, like, doing, like, opening mics and stuff. So this one time, I had a show that I had to do, and I was in my apartment, and I was like, man, I was getting ready for the show, and I had to fill, like, 45 minutes. I was like, fuck, I need to write a song. Yeah. I need to, like, write one more song to, like, throw in there, and I didn't know what to do. So I'm kind of, like, running around my house... And I would sit back on the on the um, couch, and I had like my guitar pedals and everything laid out. I had like this looper pedal, uh-huh. and so I started looping the the riff that you hear in Peel, like and it would just loop over and over again. And as I'm like running around the house, getting clothes on, and I'm starting to sing it to myself and hum it to myself, mm-hmm. and then I start like I would go back to the coffee table and write shit down, and I go get ready and. Mm-hmm. And anyways, yeah, I just like came out of nowhere almost almost, but like it it made sense to me at the, to me at the time, yeah, because at that time, I was using, and it's almost like falling and then realizing that you've gone so deep that you need to try to figure out how to pick up the pieces in your life and put them back together,, mm-hmm. and sort of that was what that song was about,
1: wow.
2: I love it so much. I love it
1: too. Well let's go into the song. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing everything and and being up here. Again, uh the show's coming up Icebox and Ballard first week in January, Factory Lux locally uh, February 17th, and then good luck out on your tour out to Scotland and uh, England. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. Much. So let's go into it. It's Peel, you heard Johnny talk about it. So uh, let's just jump right in. It's Peel Atrocity Girl, Loud and Local here on the rock.